Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Happy Valentine's Day. Sending you all lots of love. Remember, it's a day about love. Whether you're single, in a relationship, somewhere in between, just love yourself. Because I love you. I really do. Thank you, everyone, for listening, supporting the show. Okay, in today's show, I'm joined by part of the Sex with Emily team. I have Madison and Jamie here, so you know it's going to be awesome. We're honoring the day of love by helping you through your love and sex conundrums. Are you wondering how to work daddy into your dirty talk? Are your partner's masturbation habits cause for concern? Plus tips for navigating the dating world. Is there a right way to ghost on a bad sex partner? All this and more. Thanks for listening. Looking back, a lot of things changed my life last year, but the biggest impact came from using my intensity as part of my Kegel exercise routine. I've been doing it for over a year now, and the results blew my mind. It is so easy and satisfying to use. It does your Kegel exercises for you automatically. I just lay back and let it do its thing. Besides no longer worrying about accidentally peeing when I sneeze or cough or laugh or send a text, I have Kegels of steel. And my orgasms are stronger and more intense than ever. The intensity looks like a rabbit vibrator, but it has two pads on the shaft that deliver gentle electrostimulation directly to the pelvic floor muscles, essentially performing an extremely effective Kegel workout. When the creators noticed that the only reported side effect of the intensity was an intense orgasm, they added pulsations and an external stimulator, turning the intensity into an incredible vibrator-Kegel exerciser hybrid. I could go on about the intensity, or you can watch the video review I made. Just click on the intensity banner on my website or visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily to learn more today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. To sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com and check out all the fun stuff we have there. <laughs> we've got the posts, we've got the blogs every day. Uh, what else? Videos. Subscribe. We make it so easy. Subscribe to the newsletter. Um, all of our social media, which is Sex with Emily across the board, including our Facebook page. And you can, like I said, check out the content every day and then also subscribe to the podcast. We love that. And the newsletter. Okay. Hi, team. Hi, Jamie and Madison. Hello. Happy hey. Valentine's Day, my loves. Happy Valentine's Day. Aww. Happy Wee Day to all. Oh, you're each my loves. Oh, Little I hearts love in my you. eyes looking at you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm jo- they're joining me because this is, this, is a, this is an important day of love. What are you guys going to do today? Uh, okay. Taco TBD? Tuesday. Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. For the single life. Not like what you're those. thinking, you guys. If you think taco, we're thinking of some subversive way. We actually mean tacos. Yeah, authentic tacos. Who right. knows? You don't know how the night's going to end. Dude, it that could that be like a taco, am, taco Tuesday. I'm going out, on a, I'm going out with my, <laughs> my best girlfriend, Sia, so who knows? That's double Ooh, the tacos. BFF. I feel like chicks don't usually hook up with no. the BFFs. 
I don't, yeah, probably not. Guys are always like, you guys going to hook up? Like, my friend sleeps over, like, they visit me, they're like, you're sleeping in the same bed, you're going to hook up? Like, no, all the chicks I've hooked up with, like, I didn't know. Well, actually, that's not true. I do have a crush <gasps> on my friend Ashley, and I make jokes about it all the time in front of her, and I'm like, but I'm like, you know I'm not really joking, though, like, if you were down. And she's just like, oh, I know. It's just it's just a running thing that's she, happening. Is she bisexual? No, not at all. Are you? I'm like... i have curious? Like, I mean, I've, like, made out with chicks before, and I think they're, like, attractive, but I've never, no like... No lips on vagina. No, that... Another like, vagina. Well, not even like, on your own. I've always, Everywhere. like, been, like, you know, like, I would totally let anything happen to me. Like, a girl do whatever to me. I don't know if I'd be able to reciprocate just because I've never have, but, She'd like... She'd be a selfish bisexual. I don't know, though. I don't <laughs> I'm know. I, have to, I know. You don't know until the, you don't know it, until you know? the moment strikes. Until the taco strikes. But up in, until now, it's it's <laughs> right that. now. I don't really know where I lie on the scale. Okay, that's fine. No, Cl- right. closer to straight. Open, but. right, right. I totally get it. Um, Madison, are you going out with a friend today? Uh, no, you have a boyfriend. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, TBD. No. Yeah, TBD. Who knows what's gonna happen? Um, but to your earlier point, I actually have two best friends where their first sexual experience was with each other. Two really? female best friends. Yeah. They, we were all like the, the three musketeers. And then we kind of like in high school, we kind of like branched off a little bit and they went on vacation with one of the girl's parents and totally like throwing them under the bus right now, whatever, no <laughs> names, but they went on vacation with one of the girl's parents and just started like experimenting. So they were each other's like first, like sexual touching, like wow. making out, fingering, like all of that. And then they didn't tell anyone else for like months and so when it finally happened we're like when they finally brought it up we're like how the like how have you been holding on to this we've all been hanging out right. no one has said anything so i always thought that was interesting was it an isolated incident um yeah i think so and then from then on they had this weird like competitive thing where they like tried to date the same people and they were Guys. both bisexual for a while and then oh. they weren't bisexual and like one of them actually went on to like embrace, you know, uh, bisexuality full time while Got the it. other kind of just went back to dating dudes. Oh, interesting. But okay. Yeah. I should never say never. You're right. In my life, I just feel like, no, I feel my like friends have had forever. Yeah. I feel like it was like a very bizarre incident. Like we'd all known each other since they were 10. We were 10. So that was kind of interesting to me, but yeah, I guess it happened sometimes, right? It happened totally. Yeah. Who knows? You Jamie, know. there's still hope. I, uh, hey man. Seriously, it's fine. I think if it's your int- if you're curious about it, it's like you know, put it out there into the universe. The giant yeah. might just come your way. You never know. Um, okay, you guys. Um, we anything else about Valentine's Day? What Any are you doing? Thoughts? Oh God, I thought we were just gonna skip through that. I actually, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm supposed to go out with a friend as well. I'm supposed to go out with um two friends, and I didn't really commit to anything. It's been a really busy week. I think I'm just gonna have dinner with some friends. I'm not so totally caught up in valentine's day and rather than going out with like someone that i'm dating mm-hmm. i'd rather just hang out with my friends that i love yeah so I, and i've been so better. busy like the last week doing a lot of i feel like i'm valentine's day out with all the press i've been doing around mm-hmm. valentine's day it was super fun i was just on the adam and drew podcast adam and dr drew i was on um jason think ellis. take jason ellis's podcast and think tank which is a really great show by hannah cranston it's a youtube on the youtube that's on the YouTube, the YouTube <laughs> channel. You know, the check out the YouTube there. It's very interesting. They on have the inter- videos. It's on the interweb. You Google. <laughs> um, and then what else did I do? It feels like there was a lot of whatever. It was fun. So I feel like I've had my fair share. But, um, you know, friends and love. It's all about love, guys. So, and we also, if you're like thinking about what to do tonight, you still don't know, and you're listening to the show, we've got a lot of good tips on the website. We have some good articles up there, yeah. blog posts, stuff like that. Totally. Ways to love yourself. Uh, hot Valentine's Day dates that don't cost a thing. Jamie has an entire cooking blog up. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, That's amazing. Right. With, actual, with actual food in it. Actual recipes. 
Jamie, that issue. was quite an endeavor, right? Okay, hot so, in the kitchen, hot in the bedroom, yeah. hot in the kitchen, not I just vagina that's tacos. A great yeah, not, not just vagina, just vagina ta- tacos. Just vagina Although tacos. I do think I'm going to have to create some kind of like recipe for those. Not on to, not to put on an actual genital area, but no. just to make vagina, vagina, vagina tacos. tacos. Oh, like okay, like, like a vagina, sort. like like maybe like a a cookie cutter, but it's shaped like a vagina, like a vagina taco. That's actually like a taco shell that's shaped like a vagina. Yeah, I think. I think I could figure it the out. The innards are shaped like a. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll get back to you guys on that for okay, sure. Okay, good. I don't want to promise you guys anything. <laughs> You know. Okay. Um, you guys, um, okay, so little sex of the news here. I picked out just for my favorite millennials. Um, it says here there was a study every year match.com comes out with a study. It's a singles in America study. And they and it's actually I respect this study because not only did they have me uh, fly me to New York a few years ago to be on a panel with Patty Stanger, Helen uh Helen Fisher, who is an amazing um doctor of sex, and Perez Hilton talking about it. So I like it, but I also, I really respect Helen Fisher and what she has to say. So this study says that uh, millennials are skipping first dates and going straight to having sex. How about that? So men and women of a certain age knew the score. First some whining and dining, then some bumping and grinding. That's how dating went. And the grinding part often didn't happen until the second or third date at best. But a recent study uh, indicates per usual the millennials are throwing the old rule book out the window and saving themselves time and money and going straight to home base. The New York Post reports that according to research done by Singles in America as well as Match.com's advisor, Dr. Helen Fisher, uh, millennials are 48% more likely than others to go ahead and have sex before they even hit the wine bar. Dr. Fisher says uh, it's a younger gen- generation of adults are doing it to see who the other person is if they um, and if they want to bother with putting up putting any time and energy into them. So she's saying just, you know, knock it off the list, see if you have chemistry and then maybe get the wine. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so it also says that millennials are 66% less likely to get off during a one night. St- oh, through oral sex. It's saying that the, you guys aren't participating in oral sex that much. Wow. That is disappointing and i'm but gonna you're have too to talk- active yeah i'm gonna too have to busy ta- i'm gonna have to talk to all of you individually about this because this is a shame don't let oral go oh i'm God. not i love you millennials and nothing's made me hate you all but really if you guys are like abolishing uh oral sex or was that our well, president like, did he do that no you guys yeah I mean, yeah um <laughs> the clinton administration didn't do well for it no oh that's true or did they or did you had like nine-year-olds going mommy what's um what was it like uh they sensationalized it yeah it's not intercourse technically. So. Right, exactly. Um, so also, and it also says though, yeah, you're not having oral and you're less likely to get off that way, which is weird. What if your bodies change or is it that your partners don't know how? I think it's partners don't know how and a lack of comfort. Personally, I was never able to enjoy oral sex until it was with someone who I was super comfortable with. And it's like, granted, we're getting really sex positive now. Like our generation, especially I've noticed they've like made huge, str- like, you know, like your generation set it up actually with like all the women's movements and everything. And then like, they've recently come to like very specific, like taking away vagina shame, but it still exists. And I think a lot of yeah. maybe girls have trouble letting loose cause they're not into it. And then guys don't know what the fuck they're doing down exactly. there. Cause the vagina is a Rubik's cube of life. So right. what do you think, yeah. Jamie? Um, it's in my experience, um, it's hit or miss kind of like with who you're with. Like some people really just don't even start to head down that area. And some people like super love it. So it's kind of like depending, dependent on just like who you're going out with, I guess. Um, and then also I guess it depends on like what circumstance that you're having sex with them. Cause I feel like 
a lot of millennials are having, you know, like drunken hookups and stuff like that. And a lot of times during that, it's hard to keep it going for so long because you're kind of just like drunk and trying to like, you know, going through the motions and all that stuff. So it's, I think that has a lot to do with it too. Uh Um, But as far, but if you're like, first of all, if you're going at a full blown sober and there's no foreplay, then I have no idea what you guys are doing. I know, right? What are you doing? Like you're not turned on yet. You're not. Yeah. I mean like if there's no time restraint, then like let's, you know, relax and let's go for it. Let's get some moral going. I I agree with you. And I think it is interesting. And I, again, I, I don't like to stereotype even an age group, but (laughs) even in my, I've said this before that even in college, remember my first boy, my first boyfriend, the first guy that tried to go down on me, I think I was a junior in college and I was like, like my, I was like, my mother's being like, I remember yeah. lying in this frat house, just being like, oh, this is so horrible. Like, please don't. Like, I'm so terrified that you don't. I'm thinking, you don't want to do this. This is gross to you. This is gross to me. You know, I didn't understand my body. I didn't understand it. And I really feel like, and then later, like in my, probably after I graduated, I got a little more comfortable. But I do think it's a practice thing, too. And guys don't have a lot of practice down there because it goes both ways. Women might not want it. Guys don't know what they're doing. So that might be part of it. But. You know, yeah, I don't stop trying. Keep I had one experience where a guy was just like, he was like, oh, you've never, it was my first ever like oral sex experience. And he was like, oh, you've never had a guy go down on you. Like, let me rock your world. Oh, and God. like, I laid back and it was just the most uncomfortable. I was actually, I found a bunch of my old journals and I was reading one and I was like, maybe I'm broken. Cause it just <laughs> didn't feel like anything at all. And I just wanted it to be over. And he would hit a random part where I'd like, <gasps> like jerk up. Cause it was like so sensitive and he just didn't know where he was putting his tongue but he was so overzealous with it like oh. I don't know where you get that combination of just like lack Bravado of grace and also of, yeah. yeah and also like oh, an inflated sense of like sexual confidence where he was like I've got this and I was like never is anyone putting their face in my right now ever I again oh Jesus that's bad yeah it takes some time you guys and you, again you never you probably went right for your clitoris yeah. saw it in porn we were like 17 yeah. so I'll okay. give him a break that's okay hopefully he's doing better now okay so uh, also it says that 57% of millennials for all their tech savvy and digitally connected social lives, you feel lonely most of the times. Most of the time you feel lonely. It's true. Can you resonate with loneliness? Um, like of you or your peers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't know. A lot. Of, I guess my friends are kind of all over the place when it comes to that. I'm like very like, I like kind of being on my own kind of thing. Right. So I don't really feel like the loneliness too much. Um but I do have a friend who like she's kind of like me in the sense that she likes to go out and like date multiple people and stuff like that. But she at the end of the day would like to come home to someone and cuddle with someone. So she does feel that loneliness. So it is there. And of course, everyone wants that companionship. Like no right. matter. Like, I don't think this is like generation specific here. Yeah. Get lonely. And I think actually loneliness is actually a healthy thing to feel. Totally. Um, I think a lot of people, we all try to avoid loneliness by distracting ourselves and keeping busy and just doing anything but feeling, which is. No, I think it's really good to go through the the feelings, go through the emotions of life. But okay, so what do you guys think about this? Do you feel that your friends or yourselves are are just kind of having hooking up, having sex on the first date right away? Um, More so than I mean, I don't know what to compare to. Like, I feel like everyone's people have always done this. Yeah, but I think it's I think we're more cool about it now. Now we're like we're doing it on purpose. Like it's not like anyone like told us like oh like I'll love you forever. Like let's just have sex. Now we're going into it like we're gonna have sex tonight. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe we'll get a call. But like, if we're going to do it, we're going to be down for it. We're not going to be victims. You're to not going to have whatever. the regrets the next morning. Yeah, exactly. You were also, it wasn't like, oh, is he going to call? Is he not? It's kind of like women are yeah. taking more control it's of that as empowerment. well. Like it's sexual be, empowerment. Like sexual empowerment. sexual empowerment. Every guy goes into every date hoping he's going to have sex. Yeah, but probably. he doesn't right. really have control over that. Exactly. Right? Sorry, well, Michael. I'm glad that women are feeling more empowered about it. Because I have to say that I still feel, and I'm, you know, I'm in 
no way conservative about this or do I hold to the you know, hard, fast rules. But I always think like if you do like someone, you're out with them. If you can tell, you're mm-hmm. already out. I just think it, it's like the, you know, it's, it's such a great thing. And the arousal and the building and the teasing before you actually have sex is mm-hmm. some of the best parts. Plus you're getting to know someone that if you sex right away, I get it. You're like, okay, I want to see if I'm even attracted to him. But a lot of times the first time you have sex, it isn't the best. And the more you get to know someone, you actually are like, do I want this penis in my vagina and vice versa? Yeah. Yes. I think that um, the the thing is there though it just it does depend on like the kind of person that you are and because and this this is something I kind of just popped into my brain which kind of like is clicking and making sense but I feel like especially me but millennials too like we're the way that dating is is like showing any kind of emotion is like just like not okay like people are like oh my god you're showing emotions you must be really into me like as we have this weird thing so right. I think that it's easier for us to have sex first because that's what we're actually more comfortable with is the physicalness and not the emotional. Wow. So I think that if you get to know someone so much first and like them so much, you're going to build up that idea of how good the sex is going to be in your head. And then what if you're disappointed? So it's kind of like, let's get it out of the way first. Let me know. Cause I know that I want to do the physical thing. Most likely let's get that out of the way first. See if we have this connection, see if we have that chemistry. And then when I get to like, I'll get to know you more emotionally after that, because that is something that I can actually like now withstand with you. So why do you think you guys are so afraid of intimacy? <laughs> Madison's it's like one. a loaded question. Yeah, like um, Jamie and I are both like, Arr. is it because you didn't have models of that because of the divorce rate, because of social media, technology, everything's blamed on technology, but I'm just, it, it could be a mix of that. I think a big part of it is unrealistic expectations. Yeah. To be honest, unreal from from what you want your partners from, to yeah from like what deliver. I grew up believing like romance was to now like I would rather not if I was in a relationship I probably would not date because I just like I feel like I don't understand it at all right <laughs> no right I know I agree and there's so much more now you could see like I feel like maybe it was more secretive or people didn't talk or there wasn't as much to watch like television everything that depicted like the real American family or the real family people going through mm-hmm. divorce and affairs and polyamory and all the other choices yeah. out there, perhaps that could be it. Or maybe intimacy just looks different and we need to like embrace yeah. it and kind of wrap our mind around that, around that. Like hence, you know, the rise in popularity of open relationships and the rise in interest. Cause maybe right. we just need to rethink the way we look at it. Yeah, that's true. But intimacy is still intimacy. It's still like connecting with someone, yeah. opening up trust, being vulnerable. I mean, mm-hmm. those are still the components. I think trust is a big one. And I think that because like the internet and social media exists and play such a big part in it, it changes the way trust is built and broken. Right. So that's something that's always in the back of our minds. Like in any moment in time, like it doesn't matter how good your relationship is, you could open up your boyfriend's phone and find Tinder on it. You know what I mean? And it's like, it happens every single fucking day. So it's hard to, I think it's hard to feel settled. It's so true. Or you just go on Instagram and you're like, why'd you like that bitch's photo? Right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, There's Instagram models, like people, you can screenshot things like, you know, it's, it's really Snapchat porn. Yeah. It's lit. And Snapchat, that's the thing too, is that like it disappears and you never know. And you can delete the conversations that you've had with people. So it doesn't even show that you've been talking to that person on Snapchat at all. So it's like, it's kind of crazy just like how easy it is to to you know be led astray or to absolutely I mean I cannot I mean I don't know what I would have done like I said like when I would have an ex if I broke up with someone when I was 24 like I would never see him again like maybe if I ran into him but I knew nothing about him where he was who his friends were like nothing unless you ran to a friend of a friend six months later but now it's like you break up and you're like on their Facebook their Snapchat their Instagram so it's it's really weird to always be connected with people you slept with 
Uh, and when you're with them, obviously there's more options for them to cheat. But um, okay, so speaking of, uh, not speaking of that, let's move on to some positive <laughs> things here. Now that that's not positive, that was actually really interesting to me, you guys. Thank you for the, those insights. Oh yeah, thanks that's for your excellent questions. Flip set. Sure. Okay, let's move on to the best Valentine's Day ever. I want to thank you for um, emailing us because a lot of times we ask you guys to send us your stories and you know send us your thoughts on things. And so this year we had a contest for the best Valentine's Day ever. We asked for your submissions and they were amazing. We have like a 16-page document here and I seriously wish that we could read all of them. But um, I was, I actually got super turned on reading them before the show. I was like, oh my God, this is hot. It's hot. Uh. So um, I, I really, like, God, I love hearing from you guys. So thank you for taking the time to write this. Um, are we announcing the winners? Uh, no, not yet. Not okay. Yet. So you're going to, so follow us on social media for that. And yeah. on the next show, we're going to announce the winners. I wish you could all win because they were really good. No, seriously. If we could send a vibrator to all of you, we would. What show is that when they're like, I wish I could, I wish all of you could, you know, but there's only one that can, is it, oh. is it like The Bachelor or is it yeah, like? Yeah, I think it's, um, no, it's a, it's like America's it? it's a Next Top Model yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, Like I wish it could be both of you, but right. only one. Or like Miss yeah. America or something. Yeah, something <laughs> like that, but either way. Right, I wish you could all win a magic wand. Those are, yeah, those are the vibes <laughs> right now. Um, okay, so, so you sent us your best, we got so many responses and this was the interesting part. We saw a lot of great trends in these emails about what make Valentine's Day great. We thought, of course, like we were thinking like maybe it would be about like a great gift or like, you know, I don't know. Just I was thinking gifts or like surprised me with, you know, five star hotel room. Exactly. You're thinking about the stuff that you see on like Instagram, like those like that's kind of like Rose what I pictured. Yeah, exactly. Like someone's gonna be like, oh, like a candlelit dinner and Laguna Beach, you know, like whatever. And uh, yeah, it wasn't that, right? No, it wasn't. Um, so a lot of your best memories involve spending time together, which is something that we've been talking a lot about here, you know, at our posts and on the show and different press stuff we did. We were just saying like, have an experience together. Like it's so much better than like doing this big night and playing double price for a meal, but do something and involve, you know, ha have an experience. A lot of you had some really hot experiences or just fun experiences because um, I think that really makes sense. Couples who play together, stay together. Okay, and... A lot. There's a fair amount of V day, uh, fair amount of V day anal. <laughs> Who knew? We always think that like August is anal sex month, mm -hmm. but now it's I think it's February. So um, that's cool. So we can um, read. You guys want to read some of these? Yeah. Some, some submissions? Yeah, totally. All Let's right. Who wants to start? Um, Jamie, I know yeah. you have yours specifically. Oh, we all picked, picked out some of our. Faves. I do. I, I had. I liked this one. I liked it a lot because um, it's really short and sweet. Um, but it is from. His name's Brian in South Carolina. Uh, you have to do it in a southern accent the whole time. I'm just kidding. Brian, yeah, South Carolina accent is totally. It's like, yeah, I'm like it's I have really no southern. idea what that yeah, is. Whatever, okay, yeah. so sort just so, just so that I don't butcher it and you know piss anyone off in South Carolina, I'm gonna just <laughs> say it in my normal. I'm voice. kidding. No, no pressure. I, would I know. I totally would spring. if I could. I know you would. I, I no. would have practiced yeah, it. No, I got it. I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. Okay, but basically, so he says that while um, I'm gonna read it in his voice though. While mine was simple, it was well-received and easily re a reputable feat. We fed and put the kids to bed. Then I made us dinner. Uh, steak something that's French. <laughs> pumpkin souffle and asparagus. Uh, the twist was that I only made one plate and sat down in between us, slipped off my tie and blindfolded my wife. Then I proceeded to feed the two of us dinner with her blindfolded the whole time. Taking away sight really does change how you experience your envi environment no matter what's on the menu. I really like that because it was just cute. He made like, he fed her dinner. Like she didn't expect it. You know, it was, 
it was just really nice. He took his tie off, blindfolded her. He's like using, you know, elements within the kitchen without having to like go into the bedroom to yeah, make it special. That's really sweet. He, he took off his tie and blindfolded his wife. I always say that like you don't need to buy anything special if you don't want to. You can just use like the old necktie. Yeah, totally. And that is true about taking away one sense and feeding her dinner while she's blindfolded. Like enhances the whole it thing. Does. Then you're like, what am I eating? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be hot? Am I eating not arugula, and, but like right. something else? Fun fact, asparagus has a lot of um, vitamins and uh, nutrients in it that actually are linked to your uh, arousal and sex hormones. So fun fact, if you're going to make dinner, put a side of asparagus there. Just pee separately. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that smell. That's Not what a, happens. That was a sweet one. I like that. Okay, Madison, you want to pick one of your faves? Uh, yeah, actually, one of my faves was one I'd kind of forgotten about, and then I just re-popped up, and I liked it a lot. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically, it's from Lauren, and uh, she said that her uh, best Valentine's Day was five years ago with her boyfriend. They had just started dating, and neither of us were really big on celebrating Valentine's Day because they'd always been single. And so they, you know, they went to dinner, they had sex, he got her roses, which was cute. But the best part, and I thought this was really sweet, he made her a mix CD. And it was a mix CD of songs that reminded him of her. And that is really special because a lot of times you, when you get mix CDs, it's like, oh, these are songs that I like that like, you know, I thought you would like too. These are songs that directly reminded him of her and it included was a written list of every song and the rationale for why he chose it along with a little love note at the bottom. They were all songs I knew and loved and they all had meaning for us. It was the sweetest and most thoughtful gift I'd ever received and it's something I still listen to. Oh, and uh, spoiler alert, they're still together. So if you're looking for like a last minute thing, that is adorable and it like touched my heart. I feel like people don't do that anymore. No, they don't. That's so sweet. Yeah, they I just know. reminded me. So you know I've been like racking my brain for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Things that I remember my boyfriend and I have to say he was like, you know they always say you're for, I say this, but I believe it's true too. So uh, it probably is. Your your first love, like that real love in your your early twenties, where you guys are now. Mm-hmm. But I I had this. I moved to San Francisco and I met this guy. We dated for three years, and I still think all my friends are like, "Oh, you loved him." Like I did. It was like three years we were together, and I remember I had two roommates at the time, so we were in my bedroom, and I think I tried to make dinner the first and last time I ever made dinner. It was like a stir fry. I messed it up. But anyway, we were in, <laughs> we were in my bedroom, and I remember like putting on sexy lingerie, and we ate dinner in my room, like made like a picnic. But he made me a um a photo album but but he he was also an artist so he took all these pictures from from dating and then he drew like little like poems or little funny quotes from wherever we were and he i still have it i'll bring it in he pasted it together and like you know this it was just like his special drawings and photographs so that was really like one of these special things and then he also um made us he made me a um oh my god a ceramic he, he a, a sculpture of it was him like the oh. thinker like sitting on a rock oh but with my his God, heart that's so, cute. so then it was like and it was like his heart was like you could see through it to his heart that he painted red like sitting like thinking and, like, oh his my heart, God. and he was giving me his heart I, it was all art it was great I was gonna say how that's like I mean I was so romantic he yeah. was the most romantic guy I swear to God I've ever dated it was it was it was really really sweet yeah that's I, lovely. I loved him I know and I remember like sitting in my room and then I bought laundry for the first time and it took them like an hour to get those friggin those thigh highs on with the, with the garters <laughs> yeah. they're oh, the so garters are the hardest hard. part they're so you can't gotta clip the things and then the ones in the back and they never but I remember like just feeling like I, the first time I did it and I remember like I don't remember what I got him I can't remember it was something probably not creative in that way but yeah and then we had great sex and 
the bedroom. I was yeah. fine with roommate. That's what you do. And that's right? like, yeah, yeah, and it's so simple, but it's just something that uh, something that is very specific to your interests and your like your desires and the relationship you have together. It's not your average whatever. Yeah. It's nice. It doesn't have to be, I mean, depending on who you're with, but God, you know, it's just really nice to, to, to mark those memories, you know, and to have something special like that. It feels good. We all want to feel special. Yeah. And we all want to know why our partner loves us. Exactly. At the end of the day, I was just reading an article that was like, I, it, we don't have to go off on this too long, but it was really cute because it was like the new I love you. And I was like, what on earth? It was like, I have the most important words you can say to your partner other than I like, and it's not, I love you. And I was looking at it. I was like, well, like anal, please. Like, I don't know right. what, <laughs> what are people saying? And I looked at it and it was, I love you because, and it oh. said that once you get to a point in a relationship where you're like, actually like, you know, each other and you know, like, it's not just about, I love you. It's like why you love well, someone. Uh, and that is the number one thing that I have always said that like, I don't just want to know that you like love me. I want to know why you love me. Right. And then I've had a lot of like boyfriends in the past be like, well, like you don't know why you're lovable. Like it's not my job to like, and it's not about that. It's not about validation. It's about being with someone who like sees you right, and you like feel wants seen. To, yeah and like who like looks at you and is like this is why I love you and like that's really important so that's all I think it is really important because yeah. you want to know um yeah you really do want to know like do you see do you get me do, like, you, do you see the beauty in like me? I'm or an individual yeah like what makes this love different from any other love that you might have right, so. exactly no I think that's that's a really important point okay I did not I couldn't I gotta pick my favorite I did not pick my favorite favorite because I liked you know of course typical you, Emily I highlighted like 10 <laughs> so um <laughs> It was very hard for me to choose my favorite, you guys, but um, this, I love this one. Okay, this is from Marcella. Um, Marcella, this was awesome. I love this one. Um, I wanted to share my best Valentine's Day. Um, in my life, I always have been and loved being spontaneous. My guy at the time, I went to do breakfast with some friends. It was winter. I had a cute coat that went down to my knees. I gave him a brief peek of what I was wearing when I picked him up. He was dying. I had thigh-high stockings, mini skirt, no panties, and a tight button shirt. At the restaurant, he couldn't stop staring at me. Our friends never knew he and I had a thing. It was a secret relationship. Both of us were single. I told him he couldn't touch me till we got back to his house. Well, as soon as we were getting to the door, he kept trying to touch me. We get inside. He flipped me over his sofa and banged away. We did every position you could think of. Later that same night, he had candles going for me, blindfolded me, and gilded ice cubes. Oh, glided. glided. Or gilded. I'm like, Ooh, gold. <laughs> they were gold, right? Glided ice cubes over my body, sucked hot chocolate fudge from my breasts. It was all very romantic. It was the best Valentine's ever, um, Valentine's Day ever. With him, almost every day was spontaneous. We had crazy sex in crazy places. Memories. That's a good one. I'm all about it. And what's funny is she did, she actually tweeted you to let you know that she had sent one oh, in because she was like really she, into it. So that was hot. Yeah. I love that one. I still, I have a friend in college who did that. She went to a guy's house with the long jacket and like it was a Michigan winter. And so it was like literally like 10 below. You can't find yeah. your car. Like there's snow everywhere. And she like trekked over there like in her Timberland <laughs> boots and like a long jacket and like nothing. It was freezing. I think she was drunk. But like, and like nothing underneath it. And it was like, she, it was like crazy at the time. Like you went over there in the trench coat. But yeah hot I know Have you guys ever done that no I've never done that before I don't own a trench coat I think that's my yeah. biggest problem I need to <laughs> that's your biggest I've, problem yeah. <laughs> I've like tried to attempt to do the secret reveal of laundry before but uh that it, it was not it's not as graceful no it's hard. <laughs> right right exactly yeah. thigh highs actually are the are the um solution now to to garters because yes. yes. the same thing without the clips yeah 
FYI, <laughs> BTW. Yeah, last Valentine's right. Day, I tried to put on laundry and do the sexy surprise thing, and he was in the other room and had no idea that I was in there, like, with candles on, like, waiting. And finally, I was like, hello, like, are you going to make your way in here right. anytime <laughs> soon? I'm just, like, sitting there with, like, crossbow panties. Like, playing games yeah, I was playing games. I was going to put him He's on like, blast, but yes. One more round. Or I was, yeah, I was finally like, all right, you better get in here. Like, it's time for this. And like, candles everywhere. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But eventually he showed up. That's good. Okay, you guys, trip. thank you. These were awesome. I think, I wonder if we could, could we post these as a blog on the website. Uh, yeah, I think we're actually going to. Oh. They well, By now, then. they will probably no, be there. I didn't even read all of them. Like, one of them I was getting super turned on. We're going to post them all on the website. So check them out at Sex with Emily. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll be right back um, right now. A quick shout out to our sponsors. Thank you for supporting them. Um, we love them. I hope you do too. We'll be right back. You know what I'm always excited to talk about? I'll give you a hint. It's super fun and it starts with the letter V. Okay, you probably thought I meant vagina, but actually it's Valentine's Day. This year, take the stress out of shopping for the perfect V-Day gift and go right to adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com is where you'll find all my favorite products like the Magic Wand and Lube from System Joe, as well as sexy lingerie, games, massage oils, everything you need to make this Valentine's Day special. And just for the big day, when you use code EMILY at checkout, Adam and Eve will include their exclusive romance kit with your purchase. This kit includes something for him, something for her, and a free DVD to get you both in the mood. Of course, code EMILY will also save you 50% on just about any toy, DVD, lingerie, or sensual product Adam and Eve sells, and your order will ship for free. To get in on this deal, go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout today. Okay, now we're on to emails. If you have a question you want me to answer on the show, just email me. Um, you can go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Ask Emily tab, fill out the form, hit submit, that's it. You can also check the box that you want to be called. You can also, and we'll set up a call for you and we'll talk to you on the show. You can also leave a voicemail, 818-ASK-SWE1. As always, include uh, information, your gender, age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. And also your social security number and your bank routing number. Exactly. Thanks. Just less for it. Yeah. Social Keeps cool. the show free. <laughs> exactly. Your mother's main name. Log into Uber. Oh, that'd be awesome, right? Postmates me coffee. Okay. Uh, floor mads, she wanted coffee for the show. It didn't happen. Okay. I had the cutest Postmates guy drop me off dinner last night. Oh, my God. Not only that, I didn't even know he was cute before he showed up, but it was like... Postmates is a delivery service that's here. I think it's in San Francisco. It's not it's, everywhere. It's in major cities. So any right. state you live in, the major city has It's kind of like the, what's the one in every city? It's better than E24. It's like, there's like DoorDash. There's like DoorDash. There's a yeah, bunch of different city, ones. Yeah, every city. Or what's the one that we use? Or E24 like, and Grubhub. Yeah, Grubhub. Okay, yeah. so this is like, because I was in San Francisco and I actually passed their office. Oh, yeah. They're based there, I think, but they're, there. none of my friends knew about it yet. Mm-hmm. Here's the point. We like, I like Postmates. It's easy. I don't know. It's user friendly. But I ordered from... What's the, the vegan place? I, can't, I did this last night. This is my memory. I can't eat the vegan Real place. Real Food Daily? Yes. Oh my God. I order from them from Postmates all the time. I did not so know nice. they were on Postmates. Yeah. So I love, I we, and it's so plentiful. It's great. This is what I was eating for lunch. Okay. So anyway, typically when they say, they let you know when they're coming, the app, it's like between 45 and 55 minutes. Then you order and it tells you exactly like it will be here at 9.07. And that's typically correct. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. I get a text from him and he's like, hey, Emily, your food's going to be here in 10 minutes. It was like 20 minutes early. I already loved him. Love it. And yeah. then he shows up. He's like, your food's hot. And like, you're freaking hot. <laughs> you're so hot. Would you like to come in? What did I say to him? Would I think I, like said, um, I'm, I said, I'm like, so happy to see you. I am my food. Like, I think I, and it wasn't me to make it sexual, but it kind of, like the way I said it was like, I'm so glad you're here. 
I mean, of course, like, with the food, something yeah. like that. I didn't do anything inappropriate. Postmates porn. I did give him twenty percent tip. <laughs> there you go. Which was generous, and that's the other thing you can tip on the app. Yeah, it's you know, so you convenient. For cash. Here's the point: you're doing it so you don't have to deal with the cash with a lot of these apps. Like mm-hmm. everyone, every app should allow you to tip on the app. Okay, but let's get to emails. <laughs> okay. Hi, Emily. Thanks so much for your podcast. I was wondering if it would be weird to call a guy "daddy" in the bedroom. I've never done it before. But I think it would sound great. Would it be a good idea to ask him before I do this? I'm not sure how weird that would be, if weird at all. Thanks for your help all the time. Love ya. Marie, age 24. I thought this was a great question. I don't remember, again, I don't always remember everything, that thousands of questions over the years, but I think this is a great one. Because I'm glad, that Marie, that you're asking me first, because it can be a, a very triggering word for men and women. Yes. Like a guy could say, hey, who's your daddy? And she's like, what? Like, you know, incest, what are you thinking? And for guys, they're like, you know, what could this mean? Like it could mean that, you know, you've got daddy issues. Guys love jumping on the daddy issues things, okay? Um, Pet names, as we know, they are common in the bedroom. And I understand why daddy might sound cool. And also it's kind of like 70s porn, like boogie nights. I'm Mm -hmm. like, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Like it's a thing. It's a huge porn thing, I think. It is a huge porn thing. More than anything else. Right. Um, it could also be interpreted, like I said, as women having daddy issues. In your case, I'm going to assume, um, Marie, that it's more of like, because here's how it's also looked at. You could see like, oh, it's, you know, some daddy thing. But typically it's not. It's more like you're the protector. Mm-hmm. You're the dominant one. Like kind of like you're the boss. Food, you're the boss, yeah. right? Who's the boss? Um, but it can also make, you know, a guy feel like a perpetrator. Yeah. But again, I don't think that's the case. And I do think it could freak him out or turn him on. So I'd say tread lightly and kind of play with 30 talk. So I'm thinking like, you know, see how it goes. Just be like, I don't know how would you say it? Like, uh, you're my daddy. Spank me daddy. I've been a good girl, daddy. Yeah. Like maybe it's like when you're about to have sex, like when it's like getting, like getting to that point and you're just like, oh yeah, like you, am I a naughty girl? And like, yeah. if you kind of like refer to yourself as like a naughty girl and he's like into it, then you could be like, oh, like, you know, like, okay, daddy, like. That would be a good suggestion because yeah. it's that might also make it clear to him that you're not having daddy issues. You're like being sexy. Right. You're asking for like to, if you can get like an increase in your allowance. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's <laughs> oh, no, that'd be wrong. You're like, okay. yeah, you're like, should I take off my socks, daddy? Right. And he's like, what? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Have I been right? What do you think, Jamie? Yeah, no, I think it's just like you can just like prod, like prod it a little bit, like not maybe go right for it. Um also, like if you're not if you're already dirty talking, then maybe you can kind of just go right for it because at least he knows you like to talk dirty. But if you're like not really dirty talking at all, you definitely want to like work into that. I think play up for it. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Not not, but I wouldn't say that with all dirty talk. But I think daddy can. Dad, be. yeah, just because of the fact that it could like it really is hit or miss. Like some guys are gonna be super into it. Some guys are gonna be like, oh, okay, weird. You know, just right. like the same way that like if a guy were to like. I guess it doesn't really work the same way. What but if the a guy said, around. if I'm I called daddy? me mom, I would be like, mm, bye. No, but what if a guy said to you, like, you know, I'm your, what, what, yeah, I'm your dad, or like, don't upset daddy, or you want to give yeah. daddy a blowjob? Oh my God. Um, if they said you want to give daddy a blowjob <laughs> and it was unprecedented, <laughs> yeah, I would be like, goodbye. Yeah, suck daddy's dick. Like, I'd be like, uh, goodbye. Right. So um, tread lightly on this one, I think. I mean, if you, I also think that you could also wait till guy, you're with a guy that you really trust and kind of talk about it first. Like, talk mm-hmm. about dirty talk or like just do it and then talk, but then you might feel safer or get less rejection. Yeah. We all want to feel safe. What? There was a movie or a TV show or something. I forgot what it was where 
a girl called like a woman called a guy daddy, but he was like older and he had like gray hair and he like took it like totally the wrong way. And it was like, because he was actually like a father age yeah, exactly. that he like freaked out about it. So maybe like if there's a huge age gap, proceed with conscience. Right, right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like if it could actually be your daddy, like don't, right. don't jump into exactly. it. Like 30 year age difference. Yeah. I did find a study actually from forktip.com that found Fork that the tip. hottest thing for women, like that women say the hottest thing for their partners to say in bed is to call them daddy. So maybe we just like to be told. Wait, to say daddy? wait, say that again, guys. It was things women like their partners to say to them during sex makes me call him daddy. I think it's more of like a dumb, maybe it's like a BDSM thing. Dumb. Yeah, yeah, but like if a guy's like, call me daddy. I've like, never had a guy like, do that. That would not, that would, I would be so not down for that. I'm, I'm going to be like, what? I'd immediately snap into daughter mode. No. Be like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and I do have daddy issues, but that, but I still don't think. No, yeah. To me, I mean, I totally don't judge you if you like, like that. It's not for me. Especially no if a guy like, and I would like it more. I like it more when it's like your idea to say it than when a guy like. Tells, oh, you to tells you to say it just because it's like, I'm like, okay, like call me, you know, like Bobo the clown. Like, right. it's just weird. Like, I don't know. Like, right. <laughs> like don't why? tell me what yeah. to put again, <laughs> but, but Madison found the study. So right. That's why you guys, seriously, yes. there's no, no judgment. There's I, no right or wrong here. Yeah. You just got to figure out, tread lightly. You know, if you don't feel safe with somebody, but you know, Hey, try it out. I think we're Nothing the minority. Loose. I know a lot of my friends say daddy yeah. in bed and they're super into it. And like, they're like, it's like a thing that they do. So, and they're like, I, like I say, like, they're like more like sexually empowered than I will ever be. So I think that yeah. maybe like I'm the, on slow on the uptake. Which there. is weird. The three of us usually think there'd be like, well, I don't know. You're right. <laughs> the three of one of us would like daddy. Maybe, mm. it, maybe it's one out of every four. So we just need another. I know. Right. check to be here. Can we ask Michael or some guy? He never talks about <laughs> sex. Michael? He's like, don't, don't talk about Oh, that. he just, he just, okay. Did. Okay, Michael, we won't ask it's you. It's a weird but we question. we are giving you lube for Valentine's Day. It's a weird question to put him on the spot. I, I never <laughs> asked him anything. <laughs> Just wait, Michael. Just wait. You'll have a mic there next week. Okay. Um, hey, Emily. Okay. I recently listened to the last show live. Did we do a live show? Did uh, I don't yeah. remember? I mean, he listened to it like when it aired. Oh, when it came out probably. Yeah. Because you know, if you're, you're, let's say this is your first time listening. Hi. Welcome. We love you. Uh, we release shows on Tuesdays and Fridays. Okay. Uh, and it reminded me that I can write in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please do. I'm 22. I've been having sex for about six years now pretty regularly, at least five times a week. For six years. There you go. I've dated mostly the same types of girls, but I started seeing a girl recently who's very open with me about her masturbation tendencies and so forth. Usually I've never had a problem with it in other girls because they never actually directly told me. However, I've been having a hard time not feeling weird about the amount she masturbates. Like the other day, she stayed the night at my house and we had sex that night and the next morning, then I had to go to work and then when I got home, she told me that she had masturbated. Dun, dun, dun. How dare she? Who is in she? Your bed? <laughs> Who is this Martian? Like, she couldn't even wait till I got home from work. I haven't really been able to quite understand how to react to this yet. I've had a significant amount more experience than her, so and I'm not worried about performing, so I'm not sure where the negative feeling is coming from. Any tips or advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Jay Vasquez. Oh my God. Jay, I love you. We are, we are, I'm telling you, I love this on so many levels because. Listen, how many times have we gotten the same question in reverse from women? Every time. time. <laughs> like literally you, feedback in sex that we get hundreds of emails a day. You are 
the first guy I can remember, and not probably Jay. Let me tell you this: you are representing so many men here because you're not the first guy who's felt this way. You yeah. might be the first guy who's emailed you, emailed me about this. It means that you're very in touch with your sensitivities and your emotions. Um, but again, a lot of women email us like, "I'm so confused. Like, sex is great. Why does my guy have to watch porn and masturbate?" So, so this is from the male perspective. Um, and so, thank you, Jay, for for sending in this question. Okay, I understand that masturbation habits are confusing to our partners across the board. You know. Um, again, like a lot of women are like, why does he masturbate? Why does he watch porn? And we've covered that so much on the show. So Jay, you're calling this like a weird feeling. And, and I get it. Cause I think if I can, Jay, just guess here, you're probably thinking like, I'm a stallion in bed. We had great sex all the time. I'm more, why the hell does she need to bop her baloney? What do they call it? Yeah. No. Play the taco bop Tuesday. Her. What do they call it? The Flipping the taco? Um, you, there's a taco you one. Flick the bean. I flick don't know the if there's bean. a taco. There is. One. There, there probably is. is a taco I just remember. One. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're wondering why she. Um, it's not Bob the Bologna either. I don't think so. We'll what talk they, about it there's later. There's euphemisms for for for. <laughs> it's the bean. Here's the thing. I understand um, why that's confusing. But here's the thing. We masturbate before, during, after we have partners. It is a healthy part of life. It's like saying that you you stopped going to the gym when you had a relationship, or you stopped eating, or going to the movies. Um, it just means that. You're saying she's not like the other girls you've dated. It's because she's really comfortable with her sexuality. And she likes sex. She likes masturbation. She's not afraid to tell you about it. She's not afraid you're going to judge her. And I'm assuming if I was in her place, she was probably thought you might get turned on by the fact that you masturbated in her bed. Yeah. Because from my experience, when I've shared that information, it's like the hottest thing. Guys are like, wow, you dated in my bed. That's hot. Or tell me about the last time you masturbated. So I think this is just like new to you because you're, you're out there, Jay. You've got a lot of women. It sounds like you're having a good time and you just maybe you need a little more information here on female masturbation habits yeah totally and besides I mean to Emily's point like maybe she thought that by sharing that information like you guys would have sex she I mean just because she masturbated a few hours ago did not mean that she was not down for it again and like masturbation doesn't replace sex in any way it's almost completely separate sometimes it's so separate yeah. It enhances the experience. I think it is really separate because I don't think I there's probably rare people that are like, oh no, it's okay. I masturbated today, I'm good, thanks. I don't need to have sex. <laughs> yeah. Like who's but nobody's saying nobody, that. Nobody like, says if that. If you're if you're masturbating, you're like, Oh yeah, I'm already actually kind of revved up. I already remember what my last orgasm felt like. It can shoot me to the next one. Exactly. Like, and I think a lot of times when you are having really great sex, you tend to masturbate more. Yeah, like I yeah, know when I'm, your mind. You're when more I'm gonna, excited. Yeah, yeah. Sex, sex, top, top of mind. So um, I think that you know it's not the lack of sex that drives us to masturbate. It's like the abundance of amazing sex. So she, yeah. I was just thinking about how hot you were last night. You went to work. She didn't have to. She's lying in bed. It's a compliment. What else are you gonna do? It's like I, you should take this as a compliment, Jay. It's like so, one step below her leaving a chocolate mint on your pillow. Right, like, but better. Job well done. Yeah. Right, maybe <laughs> I think it's better, Jay. But if you have any, I mean, I hope this this explained it to you. Yeah. Um, but, sufficiently. Yeah, I mean, bottom line, like it's it's all normal and she's not nothing that you're doing is causing this and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or your relationship or anything like that. Like right. it's all it's all good. It's all good, Jay. This is good. So um yeah, has nothing to do with you and I understand that weird feeling, feeling threatened, but you're all good. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Um, God, I love ghosting questions. This is about ghosting. Okay. Hey, Emily, I'm newly single after a four year relationship and I do not understand how to date. I recently slept with a guy after three dates and the sex was terrible, like irreparable. I tried to guide him. I tried to gently tell him how I like to be touched, but he was completely unresponsive. How do I get out of, how do I get out of going out with him again without being a jerk? 
I don't want to ghost him, but I also just broke my ex's heart. I don't want to be collecting jars filled with boys' tears forever. That was so poetic. Thanks, Sarah. (laughs) Love Sarah. Sarah, I love that saying. I know. God, I've got like waterfalls of men's tears, I think. Like a water cooler. I was going to say a water cooler. Yeah. Um, I was going to say a dam. Uh, oh. Dammed up men's tears, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I, not anymore. <laughs> a man, it's, it's strange. You've got a, a man-made, man-made lake. Dam, <laughs> a man-made lake of tears. Um, I totally get it, Sarah. A dam that your beaver built. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I love it. Okay, so the rules to ghosting. I just had this debate. I was out with some guy friends, and they were saying. Um, he was talking about, he's like, I had a date last night, the other night with a girl. I didn't like her. I'm like, you know, call he's like, he looked at me like I was a Martian. He's like, no, I'm not going to call her. Like, why do I need to say anything? And I said, well, I mean, it was one date. I get it. But I said, but a friend of a friend fixed him up. I'm like, well, okay, Brad. Let, so I said to him, okay, how, if you were out with a girl, would you, and you liked her, let's say it was reversed. You went out with a girl. You thought you had a great dinner. Cause this girl thought that it was a great time. She was like, oh, I can't wait to hear from you. I'm like, well, let's do it again. And he was like, yeah. And then he's like, peace out about it. He's like, he had ghosted before he like valet showed up with his car. So I'm saying, so I'm thinking like, okay, but how would you feel if you had a great date with a girl? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. We'll talk. And then you kept texting her and you didn't hear back. He's like, yeah, I just, that's what it is. It would go. I'm like, well, he's like, it would be fine. I'm like, or would you rather have her say to you right there? Cause typically we know like, you know what you said to her, let's say you, I'll call, I'll call my friend Bob. Let's say Bob said to her, you know what? Um, I'd love to see you again. And she was like, yeah. And then, you know, he texts, whatever he texted, she didn't get back. And let's say she said to him, you know what, Bob, um, I actually think this was great, but I don't really feel like a co- like a connection in that way. But you're awesome, and um, it was so nice meeting you. And like, let him know right there yeah. in the moment. He's like, I don't want to hear that. I said, Well, what's worse? Like, what? So this is little di- never, another level. This is like you slept together, yeah. you went on three dates, and then just a ghost just seems a lot more intense to me. Yeah. Um. But, but I just think like I, I feel like um I feel like to say like. I think she should be in touch with him and just say, I, and yeah. I wasn't feeling it, but then he's going to forever feel insecure about well, his abilities sexually. I think that, it, f- what, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, but then he's going to feel that anyway. If you don't respond, he's already going to assume that. Yeah. So I think that saying, I don't know, maybe because I've never had anyone say this to me that I can remember, but what's wrong with saying the chemistry isn't there? Like if you're like, you know, I had a really great time. Like I think that you're awesome and like we have great dates like and everything like that. I just don't think that that like romantic chemistry is there. You say romance, he's out of there. So right. like the second you say it, he's like, oh, okay. And he'll be like, can we have sex again? You can be like, no. And right. then that's it. You're yeah. done. I just don't feel the chemistry. I, I don't feel a connection to you, a romantic connection. I don't feel the intimacy, whatever you want to say. I think that that's harder for more like girls to hear from a guy because like, I feel like girls want to feel special more than guys do usually. And so like if a guy were to say that to a girl, like, oh, the chemistry's just not there. She'd be like, I'm fat. I'm ugly. Okay. My vagina had too totally. many hairs on it. Set his house on fire. But right. then, so then, and then girls, I feel like because they think a lot with their emotions. So they think a guy might also react that way. So that's why they don't want to say that. Right. But I think it's better. Guys are usually better. I, I don't know why. I feel like it would be better for you to be like, hey, like I How just. How would you say it then if you were, if me? you. Me? Like, you, well, for me, like, okay. Sarah. Jamie, well, what would Jamie text? dates like a guy too. I'm assuming, no, I, yeah, Jamie. Like so guy, this would be so. a text. I'm assuming Sarah's not going to call him because yeah. you guys don't call. You millennials. Yeah, no, that would. That I don't know how old she is. Did she say how old she is? No, but. Okay. No. So I'm just going to say everyone's a millennial. No, just kidding. For this case, what would you say, Jamie? And then I'll see what I would say. Um, I mean, like, if he were to actually, like, text me and ask me out and I really didn't want to go, I would just be like, hey, you know what? Like, instead of wasting both of our times, like, I did have fun, but you're, it's just, I would say the same thing. I'll be like, I just don't really feel it. I don't really see it. 
Um, I don't really see this developing into something like, yeah, that's all good stuff. If like, but also too, if the guy never hits you up after that date and you don't feel the need to text him, then I think it's okay to just let that teeter off that way. Let him ghost. Let yeah, him let ghost. him. Yeah, exactly. The like, but then you might like him, you know? You're oh like, my gosh, I didn't yes. like you until you didn't like me. And then, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, why wouldn't he like me? I'm a delight. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like going on like the worst. I remember like being on the, like this date. I hate it. Like it was a joke with my friends. I bet the date was. And then like a week later, I'm like, I can't believe he called me. Like how dare he decide he didn't like me and I didn't like him. It was, it was very, it was funny. It was a moment. Our egos, you know? But I think same thing. I would probably say, or what I've said in the past is too, it's not so bad to say, and this is actually true, but like I'm not really looking for right now. I'm just taking time. I'm just dating or I'm super busy with work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to busy thing all the time. I know, but like I truly for so long and still was just like busy. I'm like, yeah, that was fun. Things are crazy. It was really nice meeting you. I don't, I'm not looking. I don't have a lot of time for a relationship right now. Yeah. Totally. Right. You don't have to say, yeah. Or, but it's also the chemistry thing is. Well, it's very sexy. But yeah. I mean, like if you are busy. There's no shame in using that as your excuse because it's true. I mean, you could make time if you really wanted to, but they don't need to know that. I think this is, yeah, exactly. I think this is an interesting debate. Like, what would you guys like to hear? Think about it. Like, I want to know, for this is why I was asking, I'm like, I was at like three guy friends. I was like, would you rather hear there's no chemistry or just like a girl might say, and I've done this in my past, like, oh, I'm getting back, or I have mm-hmm. a boyfriend, I'm dating someone else. Would you rather hear that, that they're dating someone else, or would you rather hear that she didn't like feel a connection with you guys? I honestly think that I would rather have someone say like, I don't think that it's there or right. like, I don't like, I don't see us the like truth. moving to that You'd place. rather have the truth. Well, not only that, it's like if they were like, just because, because of the way my brain works, I'm so neurotic. If they were like, oh, I'm dating someone else. I'd be like, well, were they dating at the same time as me? Like, was I right. just someone they were using to make them feel jealous? Like, who am I as a person to you now with this having happened? I would rather just them just be like, you know what? Like, it's not, it's not I there. I, I think suck. you're right. Honesty is the best policy. I never feel good when it, when I don't like if I'm like I'm dating someone and then I'll see him again or I yeah that's not yeah. good that wouldn't Honestly, work for me policy. either yeah because that. I wouldn't care and be like oh is that an issue are you exclusively dating this other person <laughs> right that's you're just like, how I look at it right because so you're like, like so I'm what like, oh. bring her with me I want to taste her taco like, no, no. <laughs> bring her with you on the next day no but it's just it like could yeah. just it's backfire all, people are too afraid to be completely honest and hurt other people's feelings it's like you don't understand like how much more you're going to hurt their feelings when they find out what you said isn't true because it's honesty true. like truth find the way of coming out regardless you're so friggin right jamie it's called okay. snapchat all right yeah okay so you guys <laughs> don't do another we're done we're yeah. good you guys it was awesome this is so much thank fun. you for spending valentine's day with me oh, yeah. you guys and everyone listening to the show i love you all thank you madison and jamie oh. any parting words Yay. uh no just like go home and masturbate yeah so yeah. you guys seriously it's a day of love and just remember masturbation don't knock it it's sex with someone you love it's true that's you baby um okay thank you michael um you can answer this question later yeah. <laughs> but, uh and uh, thank you everyone for listening i i love you all and um check me out all the places snapchat instagram all that at sex with emily and thanks so much for listening was it good for you email me feedback at sex with I'm always talking about the G-Spot, from tips to help you find it to products to help you pleasure it. Normally, this is where I tell you about a great vibrator that is perfectly shaped to get the job done. But not today. This time, I'm going to help you hit the G-Spot during intercourse. Something I happen to know is in a lot of your bucket lists. 
Introducing the G-Spot Link from Sportsheets. The G-Spot Link is a positioning strap that allows a woman to comfortably hold her legs at the best angle for a partner to hit the G-Spot during penetration. Its comfy Velcro straps wrap around her ankles with an additional strap that acts as a handle. Just put it on, grab hold, and position yourself. No fatigue, no backache, no shaking muscles, just deep G-Spot hitting fun. It might be kind of hard to picture how the G-Spot link works, so get more information at sportsheets.com Emily. You know, if you want to see some action shots. If you're ready to transform missionary into extraordinary, try the G-Spot link for yourself. Go to sportsheets.com Emily, and don't forget to use code Emily at checkout for a special discount just for my listeners. You know I love lube, and I love System Joe. From their awesome products to the people that make them, they really have become a part of the Sex with Emily family. So we thought we'd take it to the next level. That's why I'm so excited to announce that System Joe is now the official lubricant of the podcast. So get ready to hear even more reviews, tips, and tricks in 2017 featuring their amazing lube collections, like the new Joe Agape line. What makes the Agape collection stand out is that it's designed to closely match a woman's natural lubrication. It's incredibly light, easy to clean up, and provides the perfect glide. And all Agape's water-based lubes are glycerin, paraben, and propylene glycol free, so you don't have to worry about what you're putting in your body with the Agape line. It's all good. Joe's Agape personal lubricants are available in original, warming, and cooling versions, and you can see them all in my store. Just click on the Shop with Emily tab or on the Agape banner on my site. 